everybody! So you're probably going to notice right away that this episode is a lot shorter than they normally are, and it has a different title. Ooh. Ooh, so fancy. So this is going to be part of a little separate series that we want to do, some shorter episodes that we can release. We're going to try to release them on like a weekly basis. Yeah. Just like the regular episodes. Um, and these are going to be our spooky reviews. Basically, we watch a lot of crappy, like, um, like ghost shows, ghost reality shows. And we figured, why don't we just do this whilst watching them? Because we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, so there's a lot of paranormal reality shows out there. I think there's thousands of them. Yeah. And we both love and loathe them. Yeah. So we figured it would be fun if we could actually just do some really short reviews of some of the shows and give them a rating. Yeah. I love this idea. I think it's great. I like a good spooky. I am always down for a good spooky. So let's talk about this week's spooky show. So we are going to be talking about The Dead Files. The Dead Files. (laughs) The Dead Files is a show that I think is on the Travel Channel. Yeah. Um, We started watching it on YouTube, and then it's on Hulu and Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, But I think the original channel is the Travel Channel. Uh, So it stars Amy Allen. She is a psychic medium, and she sees everything, and she also sees dead people and communicates with them, as told in the intro to this... To the show. To the show, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think she calls a physical medium. Yeah. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. Maybe she's like a physical therapy medium. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the other host is Steve Deshavi. He is a seasoned police officer that gets the facts on the show. Yeah, he's a retired New York City homicide detective. And they never meet. They never come in contact before. We'll we'll get to that part. (laughs) The other person that's on the show, he's not the host, but it's Matt. uh, I think his name's Matt Anderson. He's he's... not anything. Yeah, He wanders around the buildings with Amy holding a camera. He records Amy with a camcorder from like 2005 while there's a camera crew recording him. Recording him recording her, yeah. Yeah. So the show started in 2011. And I think it's still on. I'm pretty sure it's on still on. On and off. Yeah, it's got 12 seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow. Somehow. Basically, the premise of the show is that a family contacts the show claiming that they have some kind of paranormal activity that they need assistance with. Amy and Steve go to the location to mm-hmm. do an investigation. Steve does an investigation during the daytime where he looks at the history of the house. Um, Usually he'll talk to like a local historian or he'll talk to former owners of the house. There are so many local historians that are like available. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Like every single town they go to has a local historian. Let's call one tomorrow for our town and see what happens. There are local historians for our town. I know that. And then Amy does her investigation at night. And so I don't know why psychics need to go to ghost hunting things for nighttime. I don't know why that is. spooky. I guess, yeah. But before she does, Matt Anderson, who follows her around with a camcorder, he actually goes to the house first. Um, I believe he's her ex-husband. They dated. They dated? Yeah. Yeah. They they were in a relationship. Yeah, I don't know why he's on the show, though. And he goes in the house, and he... Basically, he hides anything in the house that might influence her reading. So, like, family pictures, things like that. I don't understand the necessity for that at all. Because if she's legit, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, Exactly. I mean, you hit it right on the head. <laughs> and so when you watch the show, one of the things that they mention in the, the opening you know, sequence is that they never meet during the investigation until they're going to- Never gonna re- meet. Never meet until they're going to reveal everything to the client at the end. This is 100% not true. Yeah. 
Uh, there's lots of episodes where they break the rules and they meet in like a dark parking lot. Yes. <laughs> to, to trade information for different reasons. It, it varies. Uh, so the way that the, the show is formatted is you have kind of cuts back and forth between Steve doing his interviews with people. Usually the family and, um, you know, law enforcement, historians, you know, he, he, he checks out the history of the house. Mm -hmm. And it cuts between that and Amy walking through the house, describing the things that she is seeing. Then they the, get... The bananas that she the is seeing. The crazy things that she's seeing. The, the next segment after that is when they meet with the client together. And Steve describes the history of the house. And then Amy explains what she saw. And they kind of see if those two things match up. Very important to mention, there's also a segment slightly before that where Amy goes to see a sketch artist. This is my favorite part in the whole show. I need you to understand how much I love this part. And he sketches the things that she is claiming to see. And there's always, it plays out, he shows her. You, we don't get to see it as the audience, but he shows the paint picture to her. And she nods. And he goes, That's is this it. what you saw? And she goes, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, during the scene with the clients, they reveal the image. And basically it's supposed to corroborate all of the what Steve has found, mm -hmm. what Amy has found, what the people are claiming but they take it out of this like manila folder and no no no, no. Steve takes it out of a manila folder. And then he looks at it for about uh, 27 minutes and then hands it to the people. It's the best. He takes it out and looks at it. It's like he forgets that he's supposed to be showing other people. And he always goes, oh, wow. Or the last episode we watched, he goes, fuck me. And then, and then he shows it to them. But um, not once does he um, break when he sees the ludicrous uh, pictures that have been drawn. Yeah, well, it, I, and we'll get to what is actually in the drawings because mm -hmm. that's kind of important too. And then after they kind of just, they basically they're corroborating the the client's story, yeah. more or less. And then Amy will give a recommendation of what they should do. Oh, baby. Yeah, and we'll get to that. <laughs> um, so we're going to start with Steve Deshavi and his role on the show. I like him a lot. I think he's a really like salt of the earth kind of guy. Yeah. And he's supposed to be a skeptic, but I think he's more like a biased believer. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, you know, he, he definitely, like, examines more the plausibility of these things being true rather than how the arguments for the haunting actually back up the conclusions that yeah. they're drawing. So, I mean, he's got a little bit of a flaw there for me as an investigator. And he finds out the weirdest things about every location has the worst history yeah. in all of locations. Every single episode, everywhere they went, it was like, oh, it was a serial killer's house and he opened up an orphanage and then it got burned to the ground by a satanic cult that was operating in the basement. Like, <laughs> it's always Every the, house. Yeah, that's the, the most dark history possible. And then he brings all this information to the, the meetup at the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Amy, when she does her investigation, she claims to see some things... Um, that I think would drive a normal person insane. Yeah, totally. Um, she sees uh, every location, there's shadow people, but every location has a demonic entity, has some kind yeah. of dark monster. like um, Paper people. The paper people in the woods. That yeah. was very scary. Like, there's things that she says she sees that if she really saw these things, mm -hmm. I don't know how she's a functioning person. The thing she brings up, though, would make, like, brutal, like, movies and stuff, like oh, yeah. her descriptions, but... 
She's just like, oh yeah, like there's a demon attacking my stomach right now. She's so blasé about all yeah. the stuff she describes. And that to me, that kind of makes me think that it's she's not really seeing any of these things. Yeah, because I don't think you'd ever get used to those kind of sights. Yeah, I mean, especially if these are things that are supposed to exist in the afterlife. Like if this is what was waiting for you when you died. Nah, man. Yeah, I would be taking vitamins and like, <laughs> doing the jogging. Like Maybe you, know. you should just do that anyway. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, the other problem I kind of have with the way that the, the investigation is dealt with is Amy never goes to a place and it's like, oh, it's it's not really... they Every place they go to, it's the most evil place they've ever been to. Yeah. Um, and she has found, you know, the shadow monsters. And there was one of them where she said it was a skinwalker, but like it's a ghost and it wasn't it was born a skinwalker rather than being born a human like skinwalkers are traditionally yeah that episode definitely pissed off some first peoples yeah uh, <laughs> she does this thing that jerry and i reference at least five times a day or <laughs> she'll be like there's a door or a gateway or a portal or a passageway yeah every location they go to she sees these like portals yeah between our world and the spirit world i guess but she'll name every type of doorway and portal every episode <laughs> like we're not sure what an entrance is she's like there's like an entrance or like a portal or a, 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 a vortex yeah there are some places that they've gone to like alcatraz or the lizzie borden house mm -hmm. where i don't think that we can rule out the possibility that she had foreknowledge yeah Especially since there was another paranormal reality show called A Haunting that she was a researcher on before she was on this show. So <laughs> she has some some knowledge. She's definitely aware of haunted locations. Also, there's really Wait, no way. Do you think that she was a researcher because she had the best research because she could see it? No. Oh. I, I don't believe she's actually genuinely a psychic. Okay. <laughs> In case any of the previous episodes of the show <laughs> have led you to believe that I might believe in psychics, I do not. I think the show also does a really poor job of... There's no way for us to know that she has no foreknowledge. Yeah. They don't do enough to secure that. Or the fact that, like, we don't know how much editing goes into it. Because, I mean, a show like this, you're looking at probably 24 hours of footage. Yeah. That they have to cram into, like, a 30-40 minute segment. So, there's a lot that they have to cut out. They also have to cut it so that it, you know, they create a narrative. Keep in the stuff that's juicy. And when they do the reveal and her information and his information are compared, they line up 99% of the time. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they cut out some of her stuff to make it line up yeah, like, better. She can't be right 100% of the time. Or at all, because she's fake. But, <laughs> And that's not a knock against her, just like, she's a psychic. Like, I am automatically going to approach I, this. I like that, that you're like, I'm not making fun of her, I'm making fun of everyone like her. <laughs> well, I mean, anyone who claims that they can talk to dead people is lying. That's my opinion of it. You are lying. And I think that's what she's doing. I think it's a trick. And that's fine. If you're going to say it's a trick, that's totally cool. She is claiming that she really does see some really crazy shit. And people make decisions about their lives based on what she says. Because at the end of every episode when she says, she always recommends they get like a Reiki master. Yeah, like how do you find one? I didn't even know what Reiki was. Yeah, there's like like a witch doctor with like a samurai degree. Like she just She, she just does. She had one time said they should get a witch doctor. She's recommended shamans once in a while she'll recommend a priest or uh, a bishop mostly reiki masters reiki which masters. are there reikis 
just no reiki it's like some kind of energy work and i think that's what she's trying to say is like there's negative energy in the house that's attracting the what about a reiki amateur (laughs) (laughs) i think she might be a reiki amateur. maybe like a reiki intern would that still work i don't know i don't even know what the reiki master does uh, to to say whether or not a reiki intern has the qualifications (laughs) to perform any kind of ritual it's like ryan from the office shows up So in the segment where she talks to the sketch artist, she's telling them about all the scary things that she's seeing in the house. And then he sketches it out, and then they show it to the family. (laughs) Ooh, baby. It's so good. Yeah. It's so delicious. Well, and sometimes it's pretty scary, Mm -hmm. because, you know, if she's claiming this is real, and it is real, that is a really terrifying thing. Oh, yeah, but they get the sketch artist from, like, community college who are in their first year. Yeah, I don't want (laughs) to... talk trash on the sketch artists themselves but some of these guys are definitely new to the field i think when we post this we'll post that one picture that i go on about all the time the stick figure yeah yeah and some of them are a little less than stellar but some of them are rad though like i don't want to say that they're all bad but when they're bad oh my god (laughs) i also to be fair to all the sketch artists that have ever been on the show whatever their skill level is these guys are police sketch artists who are normally sketching people's faces Mm -hmm. and she's asking them to sketch like scenes in a house monsters like things that they don't normally sketch yeah so it's things that are a little bit outside of their i want to say it's outside their skill set but i think it's outside of what they normally do so they might not be used to drawing things like that um because i don't really want to like insult these artists because i i mean they, they were hired so obviously they're professionals i think no, they, might they be... are from the production team they couldn't find anyone in the area I think that's happened a few times. I think yeah. they've gotten some just guys off the, the production team. Because a couple times it was like, hell yeah, like it was scary looking. and But I love the bad ones. I love them yeah, so I much. Yeah, I do like it. We also haven't really talked about what's in those pictures. Generally, um, it's what Amy is seeing. So if there's like a demonic entity that is crouching on the family while they sleep and sucking out their happiness, the guy's going to draw that because that's what she's going to tell him to draw. The one with the, the, the skinwalker, it was like a big, goofy, like, stick monster that was like crouched on top of a car and it was like shaking a person in its hand. <laughs> and it was like, it was a really weird picture. But she claims that's what she saw. And the family had a really visceral reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, that's what we're seeing. Um, and like the Skinwalker one, the family moved out of the house based on what she told them. Yeah, sometimes she says like, just get out. Like your house yeah. is even worth saving. Yeah, and that's bonkers to me. I can't believe you would ever give someone advice like that. Wait, I figured it out. Amy Allen is also a realtor. She flips (laughs) houses. So when she finds a house she really likes, she tells them to move out. And then she buys it and flips it. Well, I don't think she has to flip it because it's not damaged. I mean, every house needs a little flipping. A little flipping, yeah. But like, yeah, she gets people out of their houses and then she buys them (laughs) at a low cost. So what do we not like about this show? Matt. Matt that follows her around the camcorder. Yeah, because he's always, um, one, the camcorder thing is weird. And two, like, he's like, so what do you see? Why is that? Like, yeah, he seems very uninterested. Yeah. And a lot of times when she's describing what he sees, what she's seeing, he gives her these sort of like derisive, like he kind of smirks at her. Like he definitely doesn't believe her. Yeah. Uh, Very, very bizarre chemistry between them. It's just weird for him to even be there because he doesn't add to anything. It doesn't. Once in a while, they'll show footage that is supposed to be from the camcorder he has, but the footage is as good as the production cameras. So it's like, there's no way that that came from that 
that camcorder. It's just he's not a host. Any questions he asks could have been asked by like a production team and then like she could have answered it. I think the role that he plays is it's someone for her to describe what she's seeing too. I but mean, I feel like cameraman. Yeah, I feel like she could just do that to the regular exactly to the regular cameraman and it really wouldn't be a big he's deal. He's just a weird, weird cog in the system. Yeah. It's just it's so bizarre. He's an extra piece. Yeah. Spare parts. That's rude. But like like he himself I like. It's just I don't understand why he's there. Yeah. What I don't like is the use of a medium in this kind of investigation. I have my own issues with Amy Allen, but we're, I'm not going to go into that now. I don't like they using mediums to do these kinds of research because there's zero way to verify what she's saying. Yeah. The idea behind the show is that Steve does an investigation and he says, oh, this person died in the house in this way. And then she goes, oh, I saw a spirit of someone who died this way. And they go, oh, she saw it. She couldn't possibly have known that. But that's not true. She definitely could have had foreknowledge mm -hmm. or done a simple Google search and, and found out information about some of this property. So there's really no way to verify. They're using her to validate what the people are claiming, the, the, the clients, and what Steve is, is finding. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's pointless. They really like, if they had gone in to do some kind of investigation of like, you know, this is what they're experiencing. Why are they experiencing it? It'd be a different show, mm -hmm. and I probably would enjoy it a little bit more. But I don't like that they're using a psychic medium to investigate the house. Because, as we've said before, she could just be making all of it up, which she is. I think the appeal of the show is how right she is. They claim that they don't tell her where they're going. Yeah. So she just shows up at a house. Yeah. I think it's how right she is edited to appear. Because I think that they edit out some of the stuff she says so that it, you know, um, so that it correlates with what Steve has found better. Yeah. I think that's what happens. So, what do we like about the show? The drawings. The drawing scene? Yeah. Um, I like the idea of what she's seeing because it's so brutal. Like, in any other context, it'd be so cool. Yeah. Like, all the demons and stuff she sees is so metal. But, like, I know she's not seeing them. But this sounds really cool. Yeah. And um, I love when Steve looks at the paintings or the drawings. That's a great part. I like, I said it before, I like Steve Deshabi himself. Mm -hmm. I think he's a very salt of the earth guy. And he genuinely seems to empathize with the people that they interact with. That's true. Because even if, because, you know, some of these people, they say like, oh, you know, there's spirits in the house or my son is being attacked or whatever. Even if that's not really what's happening, they are experiencing something that is mm -hmm. causing them emotional distress, and he empathizes with that. Yeah. I really like him, you know, the human aspect that he brings to the show, for sure. So we have a rating system that we're going to be using for these episodes. We're going to be rating them out of 10 spookies. 10, obviously, being very spooky and uh, very accurate or very believable. Or fun. Or fun. One being no spookies whatsoever, about as scary as a... Uh, Nothing. <laughs> yeah, one spooky would be, like, not Barney. spooky at all. Yeah, like Barney the Dinosaur. Not spooky at all, not scary at all, not fun or memorable. <laughs> so what do you give this? I give it three spookies. Because, like, it's interesting and, like, it's a really good idea. And um, some parts are really fun to watch, but it's not scary or super entertaining. Like, a couple episodes, you're pretty good with the whole thing. Yeah. I'm going to give it three spookies as well, mostly because I, while I like the idea of having multiple kinds of investigative techniques applied to paranormal investigation, which is what the show tries to kind of show, and it does, you know, uh, kind of falls short in a lot of ways. Steve's investigation is more about the history of the house rather than the actual activity. It'd be better if they were able to investigate, like, some, you know, some practical reasons for these things to be happening. Oh, that'd be a really cool um, part of the show if they did, like, like a, like a couple days investigation 
Like with cameras and stuff. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't be the show then. What I mean is more like if they were, you know, testing for like carbon monoxide. Oh, yeah. Not investigating ghosts, like investigating actual, real, practical things that could be happening. Yeah. And also getting rid of the whole medium aspect to it. I think it's just silly and it's it's hokey. But there's a lot of people that believe in that stuff. And that's part of why they package this, you know, show the way that they do, the why they market it the way they do. Know what I would love? A spinoff with the Reiki Masters cleansing the houses. Oh, yeah. Well, they do another show called uh dead files revisited or reiki masters like ink masters well no there is a real show called dead files revisited where they go back to the locations so we'll have to check that out oh we will i haven't heard that one so that's all we have for uh this episode like i said they're gonna be a little bit shorter uh this one's probably gonna be a little bit rough because we're still trying to figure out the format for these shows (laughs) and we're hoping to do these ones weekly as well sort of a midweek kind of episode thing to keep you going so or deciding to not listen to us ever again (laughs) (laughs) So just like the regular episodes, you can find us all the normal places on Twitter and Instagram and our email at hardlyparanormal at gmail.com. If you have any show suggestions that you'd like us to review, or if you uh, just want to give us your opinion on the review, please do so. Let us know. You can contact us on Facebook. You can contact us on Instagram, Twitter, at our email. And if you're Amy Allen, uh, let let us know what's up. What are you doing? What's going on? Do you know of a Reiki master we can talk to to find out what Reiki is? Reiki. That's like reggae. (laughs) So I've been Jerry. I've been Lacey, your reggae master. (laughs) And remember, it's probably just the wind.